Welcome to the Johannesburg Church of Christ podcast. In these podcasts, we seek to know Christ and to make him known to all nations and people. In the midst of these unprecedented times the world faces, we wish to encourage you with a thought for you to cut through your day. May today's message bring about peace in your thinking through Christ. Good morning. We are continuing this morning with the third discipline that contributes towards spiritual formation, and that is fasting. A lot has been said and written about this discipline, not only in the last couple of years, but for many centuries past. I used to struggle with understanding the difference between fasting and being on diet. Nowadays, there's even talk of a fasting diet which compounds matters for those who can't distinguish between fasting and dieting. According to a 2017 study, fasting diets are trendy these days, but they are no better than traditional diets for weight loss. Throughout scripture, fasting refers to abstaining from food for spiritual purposes. It stands in distinction to the hunger strike, the purpose of which is to gain political power or attract attention to a, some cause. It is also distinct from healthy dieting, which stresses abstinence from food for physical, medical, and other purposes, but not spiritual. Fasting is an ancient practice that has helped many people over centuries come closer to Christ. The practice of fasting teaches us to deny ourselves of the things of this world in order to grow in our detachment from them in favor of a more supernaturally oriented life. Fasting also imparts a sense of discipline upon our lives, which helps us to develop greater self-mastery when faced with temptation. Interestingly, fasting is not solely a Christian practice. And the self-denial of food for a greater good has a long history. As St. Francis de Sales points out in a sermon in 1622, the good and the bad, as well as Christians and pagans, observe it. The ancient philosophers observe it and recommend it. However, they practice virtue in fasting. Oh no! Fasting is a virtue only when it is accompanied by conditions which render it pleasing to God. Thomas Nelson, National Director of the Institute of Religious Life, says, Fasting is an essential part of Christian spiritual formation because our Lord himself fasted. He was challenged that his disciples did not fast, and his response was that, was that the bridegroom is in their midst, but the day will come when he will be taken away and they will fast. That's a very clear statement from our Lord that fasting is an essential part of discipleship. Scripture has so much to say about fasting that we would do well to look once again at this ancient discipline. The list of biblical persons who fasted reads like a, a who's who, of scripture. Moses the lawgiver, David the king, Elijah the prophet, Esther the queen, Daniel the seer, Anna the prophetess, Paul the apostle, Jesus Christ the incarnate son. 
Biblical fasting always centers on spiritual purposes. Through practicing this discipline, we suffer deprivations that train us to keep our appetites, control our flesh, and conform us to Christ-likeness. Through the discipline of fasting, we can expect spiritual growth and formation. Scott McKnight, theologian and historian of early Christian Christianity, contends that fasting is merely the natural, inevitable response of a person to a grievous or sacred moment, such as sorrow or spiritual desire, which may or may not lead to a desired result or benefit. He states that fasting is not an instrument that can be utilized to get what we want. That though that thought is reflected in Isaiah 58, which is my go-to scripture when I think of fasting. And verse 1 to 9 reads, Shout it aloud, do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people the rebellion and to the descendants of Jacob their sins. For day after day they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways, as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the command of his God. They ask me for just decisions and seem eager for God to come near them. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I've chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it not only for bowing one's head like they read and for lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the kind of fasting I've chosen to lose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. The kind of fasting God rebukes here is a hollow, empty show without the spiritual substance behind it. This isn't the kind of fast God desires or has commanded. Even though they do all the right things in fasting, this does not please God. The reality was that his people didn't fast with the right heart and motives and did it only as an empty ritual. The reality was that even on a day when they fasted, they still exploited others. They didn't accept their fasting when it wasn't 
or God didn't accept their fasting when it wasn't connected to a sincere heart of obedience. So, when done with the right heart and motives, fasting can help us to be more compassionate, to be a blessing, to grow spiritually, draw closer to God, develop love for God and others, to overcome temptation and to get answers to prayer. Let's go to God in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Father, for the privilege of getting to know and understand this discipline, the discipline of fasting, and how important it is to you, how you value that as part of our spiritual formation, as part of building a solid relationship with you. We thankful and are grateful towards you, Father. We pray all of this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.